Hey, what's up? It's Nick. And on this episode of WTF Words of Food, I sit down with Julio Carrera and Michelle Bernstein from Cafe La Trova, and we're doing it live. Hello and welcome to another episode of WTF Words of Food presented by the Halal Guys. My name is Nick. Thank you again for listening. You thought I forgot about you guys, right? Did not. Another episode of WTF Words of Food. This is season two and this is episode number 18. I hope you're following me on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at the foodie, T-H-E-F-O-O-D-E. And of course, the website, you can check it out. We got all the episodes there for you. If you don't have a favorite podcast player or you just rather go to the website, thefoodie.com, T-H-E-F-O-O-D-E.com. Or if you don't know what the dash stands for, T-H-E-F-O-O-D-E.com. You can listen to full podcast there. When I release an episode, you can get all the links, photos, all that good stuff on the website as well, plus a bunch of first tastes. Everything you need to cover the food scene here in Miami is right there up on there for you. Of course, you can listen to WTF Words Food on your favorite podcast app, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio. If you do listen on Apple Podcasts, make sure to leave me a review on there because that would be great, right? So let's break down today's episode of WTF Words Food. Now, a few weeks ago, I got a chance to visit Cafe Trova and sit down and talk to Julio Cabrera and Chef Michelle Bernstein to talk about this amazing space, Cafe de Trova, um, how this idea came about, what Cafe de Trova really means to them, and what can you expect when you come here, and so much more. We had a great conversation, uh, and if you didn't know, because this was recorded a couple weeks ago, Julio Cabrera and Cafe de Trova are finalists for Tales of the Cocktail, the 2019 Spirited Awards. Those awards going to be determined this Saturday in New Orleans. So I hope they win, but nevertheless, being nominated and putting Miami on the map is awesome. So without further ado, let's not wait any longer and let's jump into my conversation live from Cafe da Trova with Julio Cabrera and Chef Michelle Bernstein. And I'm joined by two legends, I would say, sitting right in front of me at I w- I'm going to call this place legendary already. Legendary Cafe La Trova. But it's, new. <laughs> but it's legendary, right? It's going to be legendary. Michelle yeah. Bernstein, Julio Carabella, thank you guys for coming on the show. Thank you. Pleasure. Thank so, you. Um, we are here at this point, Cafe La Trova, and we got to this point. There's history behind you guys, and I'm going to talk about that in a second. But first, I kind of want to talk to you guys individually, in a sense, kind of get your history. So, We'll start with Michelle first, ladies first. So, so Michelle, um, before you kind of became a a chef, you were into like dancing and stuff like that. Yep. Yep. Why? Why the switch to kind of switch to become a chef? Well, it wasn't like from one day to the next, but um, when I look back upon it, Uh and I I did dance for about seventeen years of my life, Mm -hmm. um, it just seemed so fluid, the change. Uh, even though there was uh, biochemistry and nutrition majors in colleges and, and a lot of traveling and things like that, um, there is a fluidity between dancing and cooking. For me, cooking, you have to have economy of movement. Okay. You have to have grace. And um, if you know how to move in a kitchen, <laughs> it just makes you that much better. And so for me, the food is the choreography. Okay. And I like the, the analogies. Mov- <laughs> Well, you know, it is. And, and, and the dance is still the dance. 
uh, although it's become even more of a dance lately because <laughs> after service every weekend night you'll find me out here uh, shaking and dancing <laughs> yeah with Julio and my husband now why um I know you say they kind of go hand in hand, but what made you switch to kind of go into cooking culinary school? Well, there's no future really in dance other than um, choreography, instruction, uh, and production. You can't really be a dancer. You know, your body doesn't mm -hmm. keep up for that long. Mm -hmm. At least I didn't think mine would. And so uh, I wanted something with a longer tenure, if you will. Okay. And um, I wanted something with legs and... Um, also, my, my biggest problem in dance was that I like to eat. And so um, as a dancer, as, you as can't a eat. Jew and a Latin, you know, everything for us was around a dinner table and I couldn't eat my mother's beautiful food. And so the second I stopped dancing, I I went for everything I missed in those last like 18 years. <laughs> so you, you did you went to culinary store, you got all that. And where'd you kind of like, how'd you start your own restaurant? Like, how'd you get to that point? Well, that was years later. Um, and I think it really is thanks to my husband, David Martinez, who uh, gave me more than anything, the chutzpah, mm -hmm. um, the confidence to be able to walk away from corporate world and from, you know, the, the paycheck weekly to yeah. jump into um, the scary idea of actually owning our own. And so hand in hand, we did that together. Uh, in 2006, we opened our first um, here in Miami, Miami yeah, uh, with Mishis. And I didn't think I could do it. I didn't think anybody would come. I thought I was like a little girl with a birthday party when nobody showed up. And so when we opened the doors, I looked at him and I was like, look, see, no one's here. He says, that's because I locked the door because of the line outside. Wow. And so, uh, remember Mishis? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Julio was there with us. And so, uh, I was terrified. And, and he gave me that confidence. He, he boosted me up to make me believe that we could do it together. Now, when you were in culinary school, did, did you ever think that, you know, you would become this legend here in Miami? In a sense. Well, I'm, I'm not a legend. but oh, you're um, a legend. Come on. I, 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 no, I'm not a legend. But uh, I never really you thought that. You are essential to Miami's food scene. Thank you. I don't think so, but thank you. I think there's so many There's more, others, but, but you're part of it. That's another conversation. <laughs> so, um, no, of course not. I just, I went day by day just hoping to succeed that day. Um, I hate to say it, but I'm not this person that has this great like outlook like, okay, this is what I'm going to do by 50. This is what I'm going to do by 60. I don't believe in retirement. Okay. I don't believe in an end goal because okay. I think that once you hit your end goal, that's it basically. Right. Yeah. So for me, it's the day to day goal. It's tomorrow. I will be better. And the next day I'll be even better than that. And that arroz con pollo had better be better on Saturday than it is on Tuesday. So maybe that's small thinking, but that's just how I get by. I mean, that's how you got by. You won a James Beard award. I mean, see legend Julio agrees with me. But, uh, no, we're sitting. I'm sitting next to a legend. <laughs> He's a legend in his, his own yeah, right. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he is. So you went on to open multiple restaurants in Miami, and then you kind of ended up here at Cafe La Trova. How how this come about for both of you? Who the heck knows, man? This is his dream. This is this is this is really Julio's dream. And Julio came to my husband, and he can tell you the story. But three years ago, with this crazy idea, and I don't think it was a restaurant. I think it was more of a bar. With, with bites of food. You know, I was supposed to be doing like little tapitas. Okay. And um, it turned into so much more. You know, the space also, um, it, it's 5,000 square feet. 
It's big. It needed and deserved a restaurant. Mm -hmm. And I, I think it just became what it is organically, uh, which is sometimes the best way. Don't you think so? Yeah. yeah. Now, when you, I'm going off the, off the rails here, but when you first thought about this place, Julio and, and both of you, and you saw the space, is it Cafe Letro today what you envisioned from the get-go? Yeah, it was it was exactly what what I mentioned three years ago. It was uh, I was telling the other Wait, day. Wait, but hold on, that part of it, right? The old 1950s bar. Yeah, and even and even this space. Well, I mean, after we found the the space. No, but before that. No, before that, no, just no. just that part. He yeah. just thought it was going to be like a 1950s, 1940s, Nine, 1950s bar-ish. bar with, bar with comidita, you know, uh -huh. just finger, to picar. Yeah, right. finger food, yeah. But does it look like you envisioned exactly, it? Exactly, right. exactly right. the, the same way I envisioned everything. That's a beautiful thing. Yeah, and now, uh, that and, never happened. And I, I know. I, I'm really proud because I, I always I put together all the pieces okay. to be able to do it because I, I I mean I I had it in my mind but not not in the in a, in a computer, uh -huh. so I didn't know how to do it. So I was trying to find all the the small pieces to put together everything and to be able to 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 make what what, what I what I had in my mind. So I think I think it was exactly the way I, I, I expected. Yeah. And go ahead, sorry. You have to understand, like every time I walked in here, you watched painstakingly Julio, his family, friends. My husband, we were all, everybody was in here varnishing and sanding and building. I mean, this is... What was the space before? Talk about a labor of love. Uh, it was a desmadre is what this was. <laughs> <laughs> it was a nightclub. <laughs> a nightclub, okay. A nightclub, yeah. Not it, so fancy, but yeah, it was a nightclub. Gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> now, you worked with Michelle at Senora Martinez, right? Well, I mean, before, before that. Even Michis, before that. Michis. Before Michis. And even before Michis in Mexico. We we were in a hotel together. And you she had, had a re she, she had a restaurant in, in that hotel, and I, I, I was the beverage manager in that hotel in Cancun, oh, nice. in Mexico. Before coming here, so when I came here in 2006, was when Michis was re recently mm -hmm. open, and I started working with them. And did you ever think you would come together to create Café de Trova with Michelle? No, we never thought about it. <laughs> we were we were thinking to open some places, but uh, as a bar manager, as a consultant, mm -hmm. but. You know, our own place, we, we never thought this until three years ago, that I had the idea and I, I felt that I was ready to, to do to open your own my place. concept. Yeah. So I talked to them and said, listen, this is what I have. I need help because I, by my own, I, I, I can do it. So they agreed. They say, yeah, lo we love the idea. They they went to Cuba. <laughs> they went to Cuba with me. They, oh, they how was the that? They say, yeah, let's do it. I mean, I imagine going to Cuba with you is... So we, we actually took two Cuba trips together. We, we actually got Julio to come with us when we did, and he planned the whole thing. Um, I did a documentary about Cuban food okay. for SoFlo Taste, which we won an Emmy for. Um, Congratulations. Thank you. And then um, when Julio came up with this idea, spoke to David, um, and then I started getting involved, he wanted us to really live La Trova what is La Trova? And so uh, we all got a gig because, you know, everything has to be with a gig. Um, I have to cook somewhere. He has to, you know, make cocktails gotta somewhere. Do what you gotta do. So we got a gig and we went to Santiago de Cuba. And that's where I um, first, and, and I think my husband as well, yeah, first came in contact with the music, the culture, um, the chispa, and just this amazing sense of it's like in the air you can feel it there is an energy mm -hmm. 
that I've never felt anywhere else. And uh, Julio put me on stage, and I danced, and he sang a little, and here <laughs> oh, we you are. sing, Julio. <laughs> I, I, I try. You try? I try. Now, he sings great on any given night. You never know when Julio is going to pick up go. a microphone. He's shy. No, actually, he's not shy. <laughs> he picks up a microphone. We've got bartenders that pick up their horns and they start playing. Oh, wow. This is amazing. If you haven't experienced this yet, I've there's only been here for like the this. opening. Ah, uh, no, 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 no. I got to come, come back and f- get a full experience. So, Julio, you've been, you've, you've lived pretty much everywhere, I would say. You've been in Europe, all over the place. Why did you end up coming back here to Miami? I think Miami is um, the clo- the closest thing to Cuba that that, that, that we can find in, in the mm-hmm. whole world. So I mean, I, I've been in a lot of places and I never found myself so comfortable here in, in, in any other place than here in Miami. So Miami is for me like home. I have my family, I have friends, I have. Uh, I mean, it's pretty much like Cuba. The yeah. weather, the food. So I I I'm, I'm fine it, here. Isn't I'm this fine. the first place you actually brought your wife and children to to really live? Uh, After Cuba, in Me- or yeah, no? to live, yeah, in to Mexico, live. I not was, to visit, but I, to I live. Was, I was with my wife a couple times in Mexico before, right. but for vacation. But with okay. my kids, yeah, well, it was the but first. But to actually like plant yeah, your plant living, yeah, yeah here. Yeah. After gotcha. Cuba, yeah, well, it was the, the first place. Gotcha. And um, I didn't have anybody at that time, but my my wife had some family here, so we we moved here. And this is a place. I mean, for for us, for I mean, for everybody, but mostly for Cuban, mm-hmm. Miami and United States is the place to to make your dream come true. Yeah, I mean, I'm in the presence of greatness as well because GQ magazine, America's most imaginative bartender. How was that when you got that news? <laughs> yeah, it was pretty cool. I, I didn't know. I I didn't know how important was GQ or something for 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 a person. So when they told me, oh, you're gonna be in GQ magazine, or something say, like, okay, cool. What was cool. it like? Was that you? It was, you, you found like, out. I don't know. You but, found out, and you're just like Mr. Popular now. All of a sudden. No, like they, through told, the roof. they told me after the competition, they told me oh, one of the prizes or oh, one of the awards is to be in the cover of GQ. But I didn't know what was GQ. So oh, for okay. me, it was, hi, ah, cover of GQ, a, yeah, a, ma- sure, a magazine. Yeah. Sure, whatever. A magazine, but No big deal, people, just GQ magazine. When, when the GQ magazine was released, people started telling me, I mean, they were going to see me at the bar and say, you know, and told me how... how <laughs> <laughs> How awesome it was to be, and I. You have I to mean, understand, like we all call him, and I, I've never actually said this to his face. We all call him the Cuban George Clooney. Yeah, I see totally <laughs> right? see the resemblance, hundred <laughs> percent. You are. You, yeah, I totally he belongs see it. on more covers of magazines. hundred uh, percent. I mean, and speaking of GQ, Cafe La Trova named best new restaurant, right? Woo! Yes, we were. Guy yes, Ocho news. news too. G, GQ GQ loves you guys. Loves Julio. Loves no, Julio. No, no, no. Yeah, they love Julio. <laughs> yeah. So for someone who kind of hasn't been here and experienced that all, we spoke about it, how would you kind of describe it to them? Wow. It's a, it's a hard thing to describe. I tell people to just come because, put it this way, you come, you are greeted with probably the most spectacular southern hospitality Miami has to offer. Like literally, all everybody greets you with love, and just we're so happy to see you and that you've actually walked in. Then you walk in, you're you know you you're taken in by um, Julio's history and mm-hmm. a beautiful room. Then you sip on a delicious cocktail. I mean, I don't think you can find a better classic daiquiri, you know, or mojito. And then of course all the creative stuff that these guys have put together. Yeah. And then you come in for dinner, 
a little deeper into the restaurant and, and you sit and you have you know what my mother considered what I consider my mother's recipe of arroz con pollo to be the best mm -hmm. my croquetas that I used to do at Mishi's just a lot of attention to detail the servers what they might have lacked in um, past experience they give you 150,000 times the amount of love and care um, it's just it's such a social experience yeah, exactly, yeah. and Did then begins the music, the music. we have live music Super every important. night yep. every night and you might be part of a conga line with yeah. Julio and I <laughs> on, a, on a given Saturday like this yes. last Saturday awesome and and then you walk even farther all the way back and you've got the 80s bar how'd that come about that's all this guy tell me about it Julio it's I think the, the mirrored the wall inspired him. Is yeah. what happened. Oh, so that's original. He, yeah. He's original. He's original. And uh, we wanted, I mean, the space is so, it was so big that uh, we didn't want it to repeat. It was originally a school, like a school bar. Uh -huh. I, 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 I always wanted to have like my own space for teaching school bar that I was doing in Cuba and, and in other places. He wanted to do a cantinero school. Like a cantinero gotcha. school. So I, I envisioned this bar for cantinero school and to do private events, but then we thought to, to use it as a Thursday, Friday, and Saturday night, but I didn't want it to do the same theme or the same concept, uh, the same of that, that bar. So we, we wanted to create something different, and we came up with the idea to, to make an 80s bar. Something different. Miami 80s, Cuba 1950. So Love it. We start putting all the pieces together, and uh, and yeah. What's your favorite item on the food menu and your favorite cocktail each of you go? I drink a daiquiri every weekend. Yeah, absolutely. Without fail. <laughs> How about you, Julio? Everything. <laughs> the Come food, on. I mean, it's, I mean, uh, croquetas, ham and cheese, ham croquetas. Okay. I love it. And arroz con pollo. I have to mention just two. <laughs> only one is that is impossible. <laughs> only only one's impossible. Yeah. Now, Mitchie's. I know you're. Sorry, I called you Mitchie. Michelle. You can call me Michi. Um, you had the famous, you know, fried chicken and Mitchie's. Would you bring a spin on it here at Cafe La Trova? Well, I shouldn't say it, but we are starting our fried chicken sandwich next week. Ooh. <laughs> so I guess I said it. You guess you said it. <laughs> so what's what's kind of next for you both? Like you got Cafe La Trova. You're three months in, right? We're three months three in. Three months in. How do you envision this in the next year, two years, three years? Well, we're only getting better. We're starting to do events. We're only getting better. We're starting to do events in the back. Okay. Um, so we're starting to do more catering. We're building out more of a kitchen so that we can do more of a catering. My dream is to one day maybe do some cajachinas out Ooh. into the parking lot. Love and then it. Julio is fixing up the, the patio. outdoor yeah. patio to do a cigar patio out oh, there. Nice. Cigar so service. Yeah. Awesome. It, it's never ending. Um, this place is, is constantly turning out some just more hospitality um, by the month. So, okay. yeah, you got to keep checking in with us to see what we're doing next. In Cuba, there are, there are a lot of things in, important for, for Cuban people and for bartenders as well. It's, uh, you know, the cocktails, the mm -hmm. food, the music. The atmosphere, the hospitality, but also the cigars. So cigar and coffee. Uh, we forgot the coffee. We yeah, have coffee. a coffee shop. Which, by the way, his <laughs> wife runs. Oh, amazing. So we have a coffee shop. So it's a lot of, a lot of, a lot of things that makes uh, Cuban people uh, like everyday 
So we want to finish the patio to to have that outdoor space for cigar, cigar smokers. Service. Yeah. And even for events, not just for cigar smokers, for people who want to hang out outside or something. Yeah. So we we trying to do that and and you know improving the kitchen in order to to make more prep. And I mean, we really see this as the ultimate Miami experience, Miami. right? This is Miami in a restaurant. So if say. you wanted to have an event here, you know, on kind of an off night yeah. to come in here and to give a group of people what Miami truly is, the definition of Miami, I don't think there is more than this. And you know, my next question was to describe, describe, sell it to someone if they haven't been, you just did perfectly. Like, that's, that's the way to come. Yeah. I mean, we, we have the, the full experience here. The yes, I'm the only yeah. native in the building, <laughs> which is probably a good thing. Um, but we have everything this, this fair city has to offer in this one space we've got beautiful space the bar we've got the music we've got the food we're gonna have the cigars we've got the talent um, <laughs> and yeah, so uh, in julio yeah <laughs> and something something very important I, I can describe this place in just few words it's an authentic cuban experience okay so authentic cuban experience that 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 uh have everything all the details i told you before mm. we forgot to mention the cantinero style so cantineros is very important in this concept because without the cantineros it's it's impossible to do the authentic cure experience so we have i think one of the most authentic and unique bar teams in the world because they all of them are cantineros and when i say cantineros these are cuban bartenders that they went to school in cuba mm -hmm. they have been working behind the bar for more than 25 years they are mostly everybody more than 50 years old so they are really seasoned bartenders like mm -hmm. a true Cuban cantineros. They have and in a class. They have a class and a style. Yeah. Upon, yeah, that's just all their own. And and they're they're not mixologists. They're not mixologists. No. They know they they don't know all the cocktails. All they yeah. don't know what the mixologists know. They can they cannot create cocktails on the fly for every person. But they are cantineros. This is what I was looking for for this place. So I, I can describe this place like an authentic Cuban experience with cigars, coffee, food cocktails live music that is important Miamified <laughs> and, 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 and the name of the place is La Trova La Trova, La Trova means traditional Cuban music that one that we we play now amazing well thank you guys for taking time out thank this you place for is being amazing. here you guys thank created you. Miami in, in a restaurant in a bar and everything thank, thank you guys you. Thank, thank, you. thank you thank you very much More WTF Wars of Food presented by the Halak Guys right after this quick break. If you've been living under a rock, I don't know what's wrong because the Halak Guys now has two great locations in South Florida to better serve you. First, the location, the OG location in South Miami, 5966 South Dixie Highway. And now they got a location in Brickell at the new 1010 Brickle building right on 10th. You gotta check them out. You can enjoy that world famous chicken and beef euro platter or sandwich. Can't forget the white and red sauces either. Ask them about the sauce because it's all about the sauce. The more white sauce, the better for me. But if you like spicy, then you know what? The red sauce is your best friend. They also have now for a limited time the new spicy lamb, which is awesome. You can try that both at South Miami and Brickle. So you've seen your friends post about it. You've seen me post about it. You see it all over Instagram. Now enjoy this deliciousness for yourself. The new Halal Guys in Brickle is open. I don't know what you're waiting for. Make sure to visit. They're open late too because 
that is a plus. So go out with some friends, have a couple of drinks, and go have some amazing food at the Hala Guys. The Hala Guys in Brickle at the new 1010 Brickle Building on 10th or, you know, the OG location, South Miami, 5966 South Dixie Highway. You want to check it out for lunch, dinner, or late night. Whatever it is, tell them the foodie sent you. You know I love the Hala Guys, so I know you're going to love them too. Back to WTF Where's Food with some food news. Now, Lay's Potato Chips, you know, the chips we love. Loki has brought back its deep dish pizza flavor, and it's made with actual cheese. The chips are made with Parmesan and Romano cheese. The flavor has been spotted at Costco's around the U.S. with more retailers expected later this year. Pillsbury has released a new Galaxy Funfetti icing and cake mix. They released this to celebrate the 50th anniversary of the moon's landing. The yellow cake and cupcake mix features green, blue, and purple candy bits. And the Funfetti Galaxy Space Blue Vanilla Frosting is topped with sprinkles shaped like yellow stars, orange moons, and gray spaceships. Villa Italian Kitchen has a new dish that you're either going to love it or basically hate it. Now, they have added a just the crust dish to the menu. It's exactly what it sounds like. It's basically a box filled with only the crust part of the pie. No sauce, no cheese. So if you love just crust, then this is the menu item for you. 7-Eleven is now serving Airhead flavored soda. 7-Eleven has teamed up with Jones Soda to create the Airhead Paradise Blend. The first flavor they created is the Cherry Pineapple Blast. There's also rumor they're working on a white mystery flavor, and the Cherry Pineapple Blast is available right now. Kellogg's Birthday Cake Fruit Loops are here, but you know what? They're not going to be here for long. The cereal is strawberry birthday cake flavored and comes in pink purple and yellow hues with rainbow sprinkles it's a limited edition flavor that's available at walmart right now halo top is opening a ski lodge in new zealand with an all-you-can-eat ice cream room this sounds amazing now the lodge is located in the city of queenstown and is available for booking from july 22nd through august 4th the room is described as completely instagrammable halo top inspired interiors branded ski apparel and a halo top freezer filled with ice cream and so much more. And that's going to wrap up episode number 18 of WTF Wars Food Season 2. My name is Nick. Thank you again for listening. A big thank you to Julio Cabrera and Chef Michelle Bernstein for taking time out of their busy day, sitting down with me, joining me on the show. Uh, best of luck to Julio and Cafe de Trova at Tales of the Cocktail this upcoming weekend. I hope they bring the win home for Miami to continue to put Miami on the food and drink map. Of course, you can listen to this episode of WTF Words Food wherever you get your podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio. If you do listen on Apple Podcasts, leave me a review there. Full episodes of WTF Words Food on the website as well, thefoodie.com, T-H-E-F-O-O-D-E.com or thefoodie.com, T-H-E-F-O-O-D-E.com. Follow me now, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, at thefoodie, T-H-E-F-O-O-D-E. You want to check it out because if Julio wins, I'm posting it. You want to follow along. Lots of great photos there. Lots of great information. And, of course, the website has some great first taste as well. If you're looking for a place to eat in Miami, go on there. You'll find your place. Or, you know what, shoot me a DM, and I will give you restaurant suggestions, all that good stuff. Just shoot me a DM at the foodie. And, of course, I thank you once again for listening to this episode of WTF Words Food presented by the Hala Guys. My name is Nick, and always remember to hashtag never stop eating. 